This podcast replay is brought to you by Slowman's Home Security, where you can get a free doorbell camera. The first 40 Big O listeners call 1-800-ALARM-ME and get a free doorbell camera with the installation of your Slowman Shield, and it includes an LED touchscreen, motion detector, three contacts, and backup battery. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. Protect your family. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. Good morning, one and all. Hope you all are doing well. You made it to another Friday. Isn't it beautiful? Got the weekend. Got some uh, sporting activities, a little less, of course, because we don't have a big game, no Super Bowl. But, hey, man, there are good things, like the horrible Inter-Miami preseason is over, right? I mean, that's good, right? You know, football offseason begins. That's good. We can start, you know, to get to the first level of things, which is free agency. Uh, So that's actually really, really good. And Inter, by the way, will start their regular season, which is fantastic, instead of this crappy-ass preseason that I I don't know what it did except maybe burn out your players. But um, so the Panthers continue. Now we can focus on the best team in town, which is the Florida Panthers. Oh, by the way, they're the best team in the NHL. Anyway, also the Miami Heat, we have the all-star break and all that fluff crap that happens this week, which you didn't hear me talk about anything with the NHL. I don't really care about the Pro Bowl. You didn't hear much talk about the Pro Bowl because I don't care about the Pro Bowl. And you're not going to hear me talk about much about the NBA all-star game either. It's just these these things are useless. You know, it's preseason uh, soccer. I, I, I'm not talking preseason soccer, bro. Are you out of your mind? You know what I mean? It's like I'm not taking it anything serious. I, I'll wait till the games actually count, and then I'll start to measure what it is, you know? So it'll be interesting now, by the way, with Inter, because they've got to make a lot of cuts. So uh, crypto-wise, obviously, we're super strong. Uh, it is going great. Um, I, I got to show you something. That is kind of funny, and I, I saw because I follow Michael Saylor on Twitter or X. By the way, why is it that you can still put Twitter.com? What is it, if it's called the X? You know what? I you know what? I've never even tried. I'm going to do this right in front of you guys. X.com. Did he buy that finally? Yeah, it is there. So X.com even leads you to it. But the Twitter one is still there for people. I would imagine, like me, habitually still write Twitter. But anyway. So uh, Michael Saylor puts out a tweet, right? And in that tweet, he puts out a picture of an article that a Alicia, what is it? Um, Shukar. I want to make sure I pronounced it right, or I think I'm pronouncing it right. Alisa uh, Shukar. She wrote a, an article that says, this was probably a while back, probably a year, year and a half ago, something like that, probably before December of 2022. Because that's when we started from, we were at the 16,000 mark. It was the lowest point. And then that's when it really started to climb, you know? And that's when we started to have the run. And we had a run throughout 23, the best asset in the world, best asset in the last 10 years, Bitcoin. It's not even close. And then, um, and then obviously now in 24, everything that's gone on. So, you know, every, everybody's more uh, attuned to it now. Then I had all the negative people and I was talking up Bitcoin, right? 
So Saylor was buying up billions. So you read that article, and, and what does it say? Michael Saylor bet on Bitcoin and lost. Bet billions on Bitcoin and lost. This is a man that is now up $10 billion. I, I will repeat that again. This is a man that is up $10 billion. $10 billion. And the biggest players in the game are investors in his company, MicroStrategy. Okay? Now, I often tell you guys this about crypto, don't I? And Sean, you're, you're, you know, you're probably my best conduit to all of this. Don't I always say that the problem is most people don't understand crypto and the media reporting it doesn't know anything about crypto, correct? Don't I always say that, right? So Alicia Shakar, why don't we meet Alicia Shakar? Let's meet Alicia Shakar. And I don't want to make this a, I'm going to bash Alicia Shakar day. I'm not doing that. But I just want you to see who wrote an article about a man that is known for investments and making a ton of money in so many other ways. But he's had the foresight ahead of most on Bitcoin. And he's been, and you know what's the beauty of Michael Saylor? He's been publicly telling you for years. He's not like keeping it behind the scenes and just telling his investors and, and all. No, no, he's been publicly like I have for three years. I'm not keeping I don't keep any secrets from you guys. Bro, I love kryptonite. Bro, I, I love Neutron. No, hey, listen, I love uh, injective protocol. You know, I, 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 I tell you shit that I'm investing in. I don't hide a damn thing because I put my money in it. So if you're going to do it, I want you to know that I'm going to do it too. If there's a coin I like, like um zeta chain somebody's asked me about it and i like it i don't have i'm not rich i'm a working stiff so i only have a little bit of money and everything but but i can't buy everything either so i can't get in everything you know what i mean so zeta chain is one of them that's been good and yeah you know i, I love honey hive mapper I'm, I, I don't have any but i love it i think it's fantastic alifia i love it i i don't have it you know but a lot of times when you hear me talk about stuff, it's most of the time the heavy stuff I talk about is what I've invested in. Sometimes you guys can ask me stuff and maybe I know it or I don't. But our problem is the media. So Alisa Shakar doesn't even work for them. She's a freelancer, a DC-based photographer, writer, educator. She works at Prism Works, co-founder, former M PhotoWorks co-director. God bless her, dude. She's a, she's a working stiff. She's got... 2,400 followers, okay? She's working her way up. So she's an expert in crypto? Does it say anywhere? So they have her writing an article at the Wall Street, at the Wall Street Journal. At the Wall Street Journal. They have her writing an article because it's FUD, because negativity sells. You guys don't want to hear about Michael Saylor up $10 billion. You want to hear him fail. You want to hear everybody else fail. You want to hear me, me fail. You want to whatever. You, people feed off of negativity, and the media knows it. They do this in sports all the time. Oh, let's go trade for Justin Fields. No, let's make a move for Baker Mayfield. Let's make a move for what's the other quarterback that's available now? I don't know. What's another guy out there you know dump to a let's go get 
Justin Fields. Let's go get Baker Mayfield. Let's go get whatever, I don't know, whatever other, you know, that's that's what they do. Because it's like, it's, it's, it's the easiest fishing that there is. Because the client eats it up. They love that bullshit. They love it. And they love this kind of bullshit. You know, and I'm sure that article probably got some clicks. Why? Because now they sell you the FUD that everything is wrong and bad. And, and when it's not, it's completely different. But they don't want you to know that. They want to keep you stupid. They want to keep you on fiat. And this, these are the examples. So when I saw Michael Saylor post that today about an article making fun of him that he bet billions and lost, which, uh, first of all, you don't lose or win until you cash out. Again, if you're not an investor, you should not be talking about these things, okay? Because Michael Saylor didn't sell his Bitcoin and lost. He kept buying like I did. The rest of us, you know, the, 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 the Brooklyn Robs, okay? You know, Lisa, she's out there. I know her. You know, I know those two specifically are just like me. Oh, 16.5, oh, I'm buying. Oh, 20, I'm buying. Oh, 21, I'm buying. Oh, 25, I'm buying. They weren't flinching a damn bit. Neither was Michael Saylor, except Michael was buying a lot more than me and Brooklyn Rob and Lisa. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Just a little bit more. But I try to guide you in this as much as possible. Listen, I get it, dude. I totally get it. I'm a big mouth sports talking dude for 34 years here in South Florida. Okay. Why the hell should I know about any of this? Right? Why should I know any about them? Why should you listen to me? So I, I get that it, at the beginning for anybody that runs into me, bro, this guy just knows sports. Why is he going to be talking to me about, you know, this kind of stuff? And so that's fine. It's all good. You know what I mean? Everyone else that's actually followed me, you're doing pretty well. You know, thank the Lord. We're lucky. Knock on four mic. Here, let's knock on some wood. Um, Everything's gone incredibly well for us. Like, incredibly well you know uh thank the lord but i gotta tell you man um it's just one of those deals where you know it, it's you gotta watch who's talking to you in sports i tell you all the time right you guys tell me oh they're saying this about the dolphins okay so what outlet is it what person is it do they ever break any real news do you know them for breaking news no. Okay, so then why are you listening to them? You know what I mean? And these are the things that we have infiltrated all over our media, and it gives you guys the misinformation. You know? Oh, no, the Dolphins are dying to trade for Dalvin Cook. Oh, they're dying to sign for Dalvin Cook. No, they're not. No, they're not. But you go ahead and listen to them. It, it sells. It sells, and they're going to do the things that sell, not what's right. I'm boring. I'll do what's right. That's how I'll go about it instead. So, you know, it's kind of what a uh, little lesson of the day when it comes to the meteors. I mean, I've given you a thousand of them on, on the football side, on the Dolphin side. I've shown you over and over and over again tons. So on this one, just want to give you the props there, uh, give you the info there so you can see the real bullshit that goes on at times.
Jamie Zoria out in front of everybody in San Jose. Brooklyn Rob with his fat crypto bags. Brooklyn Rob, I heard, bought a weight belt now so he can carry around those crypto bags like the rest of us. You need a weight belt. I mean, if you're investing in the same stuff that Brooklyn Rob, myself, you know, Lisa, you know, I think Kyle Cockrell's in a lot of these. I think I think it's Kyle Cockrell, if I'm correct. Uh, some of you are in it. Yeah, you you got to get a weight bag because our crypto bags are getting heavy. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good, uh, Jamie. Uh, I think I had maybe my best night of sleep, sleeping, you know, chest up, which is something I've I've never really been able to do unless I was stuck in a hospital. And um, and so I'm trying to train my body that way. Um, since I have to sleep with my foot up and you know keep it elevated and all, although he says that I don't have to keep it elevated because the swelling's down a lot. So that's actually good. We've been pretty good about keeping elevated and, and, and icing and all that kind of crap. So thank you for asking. The uh, The steroid shot yesterday uh, eliminated all knee pain. Like I told you yesterday, I am no longer compartmentalizing doing the show with you. And in the back of my head, there's this stabbing knee pain. <laughs> it's just like, woo! Man, when he stuck that needle in my knee, I was, whoa! Yeah, I think they heard me in the whole the whole office. They definitely heard me in the whole office. And when that needle was that that needle was going across my knee to get to try to get fluid, whoo! That shit hurt. You see stars, dog. And then when he pulls out the big ass needle, he says, "Sorry, I couldn't get any fluid." I'm like, what? You made me see stars, and you didn't get the fluid? Damn, dude. Ray Sosa in. Steven Gonzalez in. Kyle Cockrell. Jay Gelfin is in. I hope you're healing and feeling better. We're trying, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Steve Chapman. Uh, Alexis, true Finn fan. Happy fart day. Yeah, baby. Gus Gus 1388. Luis Benito. Serving up the drinks, Omar Lopez, Tiger Shark Tony, Cosa Nostra, Joseph, Ray Gruyong. Let's see what we do on free agency, then draft. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Lenny Pena, Brian Landis, Popeye. The party's over, Bubba. Sabres had 45 shots on Stolarz last night. Was was that awesome or what? Like, the, And he's the best goaltender on the road in the NHL. Did you know that? That's the other stat that came out. Like, I didn't realize that. Like, I knew he was good because he's been great, you know, but it's like they, they got they got the um what's his name? Um damn it, we're out of football season. I'm already forgetting his name. The the left tackle, uh Sean for the Dolphins, not not the starter, the backup, um uh, Kendall Lamb. So they, they got their they got a guy that is equal to or better than Kendall Lamb. It's crazy. Like Stolarz was just unstoppable, man. He's awesome, dude. That's been fantastic. Their record on the road, 19-7 and 2. <laughs> That's why they're and they're and they're tied for first. 
They're tied for first in the NHL in the conference with 74 points. Uh, they're tied with the Bruins. Rangers are third with 73. Fourth place is the Hurricanes at 65. There's an eight-point drop-off, nine from the Panthers, but an eight-point drop-off from first, second, and third. Holy shit, dude. That's pretty good. Let's see. Uh, One-Eyed Jack wants to see Bitcoin hit 55. I, I don't know about 55 today. It could happen. It could certainly happen, dude. Uh, but uh, a 53, maybe a 54 could be very realistic today. Very realistic. I think we've had a slow start. I think, uh, uh, does it look like the market's opened up slow right now? Because I'm, I'm kind of getting that vibe. Yeah, 93 points down for Dow Jones, 15 points down for the S&P, and uh, about uh, a 20, a one-fifth one of, a, of a point in the NASDAQ. All right. see what else do we have uh, okay uh the party's over bubba ray sosa Luis benito popeye richard mack says great to hear you are doing much better we're trying my brother it is a long process looks like it because i've got Four and a half more weeks of uh, of the lower leg stuff. And then I'm going to have to do something for whatever meniscus issue I have in my right knee now. But apparently that, that it's an old it's an old injury or it's an old meniscus deal for a while. I did play a lot of basketball when I was young. So it looks like that's where all that, you know, wear and tear and damage is from uh, probably playing a lot of ball because uh, the stuff, the, the, the stuff, the, the spur they removed on the top of my foot. He goes, you must have been doing a lot of jumping. And I go, well, the only thing I used to do a, a shit ton was play basketball every day. Every afternoon, I'd, you know, when we're done, we're done with work, go to the park, play basketball. You know, done with school, go home, change, go play basketball, you know, or football and stuff like that. But basketball was one that we played a lot in La Sauecera in Little Havana. So um, that must have been where it came from. And that's decades ago, bro. You know, played a little, uh, played a little competitive basketball at the boys' club too, and so maybe that's where all that jumping from that—it just stuff that grows in time and wear and tear. And then later on, you're an old man, and it's like, yeah, you were using your body here for some, and so it looks like what I little thing in meniscus and the foot all came from the probably the same crap. So I don't know. He doesn't think. I may not need surgery. He says 85% normally don't. So hopefully that'll be the case. I don't need to have it removed because then that's another pain in the ass, dude. You know? So uh, let's see. Angela De Jesus. As always, I love when you guys put where you're at in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Thank you, sir. I'm officially off the clock. There you go. Um, which team is more likely to go out and get Derrick Henry in your opinion, the Ravens or the Dolphins? I don't know, my brother. I'm just, I'm hoping the Dolphins get him, period. That's it. I don't know. Not sure. National Fart Day is coming soon. It should. True Finn fans should be leading the charge for that. It's, I think it's important, you know? Um, it's another form of gas that we can deal in. So, no doubt. 
Uh, J-Mac in the house. That's a new one. Ray Varnicus. Uh, it's a ma- It's only a matter of time, says Ray, before the Panthers win the Stanley Cup. They've been close the last few years. Yeah, and they're getting better. They're figuring out what they have to do. Yes, I totally agree with you. I don't know about, you know, they, I hope they win it. They're, they're certainly setting themselves up in the, in the position to win. Captain Saki is chiming in from the uh, sponge capital of the world, Tarpon Springs, Florida. Is it really? I didn't know that. Uh, Big O, you'll be running marathons in no time. Uh, I don't know about marathons, Karun. Although, you know, you know what? Um, I should run those little marathons, not the 28 one. I'm not doing that psychopath stuff. But, you know, they have those five-mile, three, five-mile ones that they have here locally. I should participate in those, man. We should get, like, a group of Big O Show listeners to participate with us. Right? It's usually a charitable thing, and we can get people to sponsor us and all that. Like, you know, for the the cancer challenge. Maybe we, we got to do some of that cancer challenge stuff that some of you do out there. Lisa Rose is in the house with her fat crypto bags. Uh, let's see, uh, when I Jack says, how low of a Bitcoin dip are you looking for to buy more? Personally, for me, I'm not buying any more Bitcoin right now. I'm not buying any more Bitcoin. It's too high for me at this point. I've, I've got my Bitcoin number really low, so I'd rather, you know, I'm, I'm kind of satisfied where I'm at with that. Uh, personally, I'm adding more Ethereum right now is what I'm adding because I know what's coming that the, the ETFs are coming for Ethereum. If you don't have Bitcoin, I would continue to add until the moment that it explodes and it becomes just too expensive. But if you can keep adding Bitcoin, I would add um, there is going to be a sell off. OK, um, there is a an exchange that had had some bankruptcy issues and they have one and a half billion in crypto. There's a portion of it that's in Bitcoin and it's out of grayscale. And so the grayscale dumping has gone down to a minimum. And that's why you're seeing now it bounce back because the outflows are done. Now the inflows are coming in and it's just it's 12 times the amount. The inflows from the ETFs in the United States only, not the ones in Japan and China that haven't started yet. And the ones in Europe and we haven't even gotten to the Arab countries yet. And wait till they start getting in because it's going to get all freaking crazy. But right now you look at it. Um, those inf- those outflows are done, but it could increase to give you guys a little heads up. So if this company is cleared to, you know, their bankruptcy uh, deal and they start unloading, I'm forgetting the name right now, I'm brain farting a little bit, but they're going to unload millions in Bitcoin. And when they do, I don't know how much it'll offset what's what's already going out, what's already going into other places, but it might lower it a little bit, not a ton. But all I would tell you is dollar cost average. If you think you're going to time the top and bottoms of markets and you're going to play that game, uh, listen, when we were at 20 and 25 and 16, uh, Sean, were we not hearing people call me and say, oh, no, it's going down to 8 and 10,000, right? And you kept waiting for 8 and 10, and it never happened. And so I, I, and when it got to 30, Oh, no, it's going back down to 20. Did it go back down to 20? No. When it went to 35 and 40, no, 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 no. It's going to go back down to 20, 25, 16. So if you're that guy or woman that keeps waiting for something to bottom out 
and you're watching the rest of the world now, the most powerful and most and richest and smartest people are gobbling up Bitcoin like it's going out of style, like a drug. Now, they are gobbling that shit up. I, I don't think the, the dips anymore are going to be that bad. We're not going to have 40% corrections anymore. We just had recently an 8 or 10%, which is a minor thing in Bitcoin. That's nothing. Now, if you have one of those, that's where you buy. Like my buddy that that is not hasn't been involved in it in a long time yet, right? But he he's been the out of all the people that I've actually like, you know, they've taken the time to say, hey, bro, explain to me. Give me a give me some info because I really want to get into this. Boom, I explained it. He's caught it the best. And when it went to 38, all he did was just kept doubling up, doubling up, doubling up, doubling up, doubling up quickly. And he's a newbie. And now it's back over 53. So he's up over 30% on his Bitcoin already. And he just started. He just started when it was in the 30s. And he's already up over 30%. Forget about his... Forget about his... His uh, neutron bag, his pendle bag is, you know, the his pendle bag is like the rest of us. We're well over 100%. You know what I mean? But, but and again, when dips come, he's smart. He takes advantage of it. The stuff that I've been doing for three years is what he is doing now for a couple of months. And he's, his portfolio is up like, I don't know, 60% probably. And he just got in. But you got to be smart. You, you've got to study. You got to believe in the product. You know, I'll give you an example. The, the one guy that was worried about, um, where are you, by the way? Where is that guy? I don't even know his name. Where are you? I, I want to know where Kryptonite guy is. Because Kryptonite guy came on the chat board about a week ago and was worried about Kryptonite down to four cents. Right. And so I told him, dude, uh, and I didn't even I thought it was in the five, maybe very high four nines or something like that. And it was in four cent, four point two. And I go to him, my God, I, what I, what I got to do is I got to buy more now because I could I never bought it that low. And it was at 15 cents. So kryptonite, by the way, is down 10 percent this morning, nine point five three. And it's at nine point one cents. And he was worried at four a week ago. But you can't panic. See, that's a gentleman that probably never did his homework. He just went along with my suggestion. And I'm not a financial advisor. I always tell you, do your own homework. Okay? But I believe in kryptonite. I know what they're doing. And I think it's going to be a pretty good, a, a pretty successful, you know, company overall. And I, I think my investment is going to be really successful. Okay? But he just dove in, did no homework, just took my, just took my advice clearly, Right? And then he's asking me and worried why it's at four cents. And that's why he, he has no faith because he didn't do his, his homework. When you do your homework and you feel it, have you seen me, have you seen me flinch on anything? Like you, you talk about Cosmos or Polygon or VeChain or whatever, not just Bitcoin. Why? Because I've studied each of these companies and what they do. And then I believe in what I invest in. And then I, I believe in it with conviction that I buy even more when it goes down. And that's what I did with kryptonite. When it was down in the four cent area, I scooped up four and 4.2 cents. And now it's at 9.1. Did I not double my investment already? That's 100% right there, return in a week.
and it was at 15 cents. So, but again, that gentleman was panicking. He's a newbie and this is part of the game, but you've got to have the gumption to, to deal with the, you know, some volatility, but eventually it'll go up if you're invested in the right company. That's all. So there we go. All right. Uh, Angelo De Jesus, uh, Ray Varnicus. Okay. We got those true fin fan. Thank you for the love on the super chat, my friend. Appreciate it. I will lead the charge only if you and Sean join. Uh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the all fart club. I used to play a lot of basketball. Turns out jumping not so good when landing on concrete. Exactly. Yeah. I myself have had some lower back and hip issues. Yes. It was all concrete too, bro. Arbindale was a lot of concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Michael Fernandez. Appreciate it. A 5K can be fun, challenging, but fun. I, I that's that's the kind of stuff that I should do. 3K, 5K. I should do some of that stuff. Uh, bend over and blow your trumpets, people. It's National Fart Day. There we go. There we go. Ocala Joe in the house. Good morning, Big O. Editorial yesterday on our criminal justice system was spot on. Thank you for all you do. Appreciate you. Thank you, Ocala Joe. Just wish we had a little bit more common sense in this world. But we seem to have just a lot of sense all over the place. Not common. Common, there's only one. And right now, he's tied up with Jennifer. Uh, let's see. By the way, I'm a big common fan. He is a cool dude. I like him, man. Uh, Nick is in Jamsville assets are the only thing people don't want to buy when they're cheap. Ha ha ha. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good line, dude. Uh, boy, imagine what could happen to Coinbase custodian for most ETFs, billions of dollars bought through them at, at say 50 K then Bitcoin goes parabolic. Then Bitcoin starts to get, uh, cashed out, could get ugly. Um, low fee, you know, um, I'm here for you. I'm here to educate you. Okay. You notice the money coming in Lofi? It's institutional money. Guess what happens with institutional money? It becomes foundational money. They don't move. They just add. These are rich people, Lofi. Rich people are in the game now. The retail, they will be cashing out slowly. The retail, put it this way, Lofi. You can sit in your seat in the 400 section and say, hey, yeah, I contribute a lot. And the owner's going to say, hey, thank you very much. Those schmucks don't know that what I get in the, in the suites and in uh, advertising, I don't give a shit about those stupid little seats. Okay? So, Lofi, what you're talking about is retail, the stupid little seats. Nobody gives a shit about them. Uh, BlackRock... Uh, has just accumulated 200,000 Bitcoins. You think they're selling those Bitcoins, Lofi? Huh? You think ARK Investment is buying to then sell it? You think Michael Saylor is buying to then sell it? I'm here for you, man. I'm here for you. Okay? No. You're going to have selling, but it'll be minimal. And the drops will be minimal. 
we're not going to 30, 40% drops anymore because retail drove Bitcoin for 15 years. Institutional money now is going to drive Bitcoin and Ethereum. So foundationally, billions and trillions will be owned by them. And that money doesn't move. They don't go selling their Amazon stock and they don't go selling Microsoft and they don't do that kind of stuff, Lofi. So you couldn't be more wrong unless you're listening to some people out there like Shakur or whatever the hell her name is. You know what I'm saying? So you might want to actually look at what's going on. Institutional money is not in and out, my brother or sister. Not exactly sure, Lofi. So, you know, <laughs> wrong again. And you know some crypto. You're good, but not good enough on that one. Way wrong on that one. Uh, what up, Owen Sean? I'm a corporate time-stealing weasel for this awesome show. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate you. Big O, where is a good place to play basketball? I don't know. I'll tell you when I start playing again. <laughs> Because I'll start playing again. Uh, you know what? Don't play on concrete. That's what I would say. <laughs> Go to a gym somewhere. Uh, happy National Tirapeo Day, Big O and Sean. All right. Thank you, Tony. Kyle says, you are so on point with your saying about crypto. Oh, it's institutional money. They aren't selling anytime soon. No, dude. This, uh, Kyle, this is why you, Lisa, Brooklyn Rob, uh, Crypto Noob. Um, I'm trying to remember a couple of you others that are real, like crypto people like myself, right? This is why we're doing something that maybe even Lofi, I don't know, Lofi talks enough. I would imagine that, you know, you got some, some, some investments there, but um, we, we did, you, we all did something that never happens. We got in before the smart, rich, and powerful people. That never happens. They find the NVIDIAs first. That's why Pelosi and her husband get filthy rich and get all the dibs and all that on all these stock markets. All these old farts don't know crypto, so they didn't get the dibs. But you, Kyle, you, Rob, you, Lisa, myself, we took the time. We looked at it. We said, whoa, 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 something's going on with our money. This Bitcoin thing is a better option. You know, and now the rest of the world's going to find out they're going to find out too late because now the institutional money got in before them. We got in before the institutional money. So now the institutional money is going to lift us. So the institutional money is going to give us that hundred foot wave that we're going to be like this surfing, baby. Oh, I like that jacket. Can I have that jacket? Oh, those guys are. All right, so I'll be just like Spicoli with the two babes. One of them, by the way, is the one in the ZZ Top video, Sharp Dressed Man. I don't know if you have ever put that together, one and one together. But one of the girls with Spicoli is the girl from Sharp Dressed Man, just so you'll know. Anyway, just a little nugget to throw you out there. But I will be surfing with Brooklyn Rob, with Lisa, right? With Crypto Noob, right? With Kyle Cockrell. We're going to be on top of that 100-foot wave, 
right? And we got all the balance and everything going on and cruising because we got institutional money carrying our ass. So it's a beautiful challenge because if you bought it, now you can wait for the real top because they're going to control it, not us. So low fee, you're wrong. Okay. Don't be dips like the one we just had, the 810. Yeah. People that, hey, man, they, they invested, let's say, 50, 100,000 at 16,000 and it goes to 70. How many times have they, yeah, if they want it, they should cash out, dude. God bless them. The rich people, the Black Rocks and all the, they're not cashing out, bro. They're not cashing out. Bitcoin can be at a half a million a coin and they're not cashing out. They're going to use it as financial power, Lofi. That's what our, gov our government should do. Our government should be collecting all the Bitcoins to then back up their reserves. Because since their money is shit, Bitcoin isn't. You need it, bro. You should have Bitcoin, gold, silver. You should have stuff like that backing up your reserves. And then your money will mean something. Now it means nothing whatsoever. You just keep printing and printing and printing. Anyway, um, what else do we have here? National. Oh, no. You, uh, let's see. Oh, you buy uh, MSTR stock. I don't have any stock. I don't know. Is that monster stock? Is that what that means of a show? I have no stock. I don't. Uh, if I would invest in stocks right now, the only thing I would invest in is crypto company stocks is the only thing I would invest in. Okay. That's probably the only thing I would do. Gus Gus 1388. He just says, hey, sailor. Sailor kicking that ass. Waiting for SHIB to hit a dollar. No shot. Will never happen. Will never happen. Don't, Billy, don't. You're listening to people that are not telling you the truth. Look at the market cap. Look where it's at. Do you know how many times it has to times over to get to a dollar? Do you know how many, you know how much the, 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 the market cap would be? It would, it would be in the, in the Bitcoin area or, or Ethereum or something. No, dude, that's not ever going to happen. Um, it may be half a penny. That is, you know, the tops for it. But, you know, your SHIB is, you know, when you guys invest on, on uh, meme coins, you know, you put some money on it, but just don't, don't actually put like real hope on it. That's like a lottery ticket. There's no... The, you know, and I love SHIB. I have a little bit of SHIB. I already, the SHIB I have left is just profits from the last go around. Okay. When it, I got it 15 time. I got it at 0.6. It went to 0.91. Right. And many zeros behind, but still at 15 time, I got the hell out. I took out my investment. I took out profit and I left a little bit in there and I have it there. It's sitting there. Although uh, half of what was sitting there is gone because I converted it to Shido. And, um, I just believe a lot more in Shido than I do in 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 Shib. You know what I mean? But I'm not I'm not a meme guy. I'm a real investment guy. I really look for stuff that is, you know, has got real world value, and that shit doesn't right now. Uh, institutions could rug pull Coinbase and own it the next day. Uh, no, they can't. But that's all right. Um, you know, they can own their Bitcoin. They're not going to own anything else, my brother. Um, uh, you, you're probably listening to too many dramatic people out there. 
you know. By the way, Lofi, I think you were one of those that was thinking it was going to go down to eight or ten thousand. Also, you might have been one of those too. Uh, let's see. What else do we have going on in the world of sports? We got a lot of stuff. Forget uh, we we've done enough crypto right now. You know what I mean? But uh, I did want to mention that because I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, Manny Navarro will join us at the top of the hour. Let me give you our 3A graphics sports calendar. Let's get to it. Alan Blanco and the great people at 3A graphics, your company. Listen, you need new uniforms, maybe T-shirts for an event, an outing, whatever it is, your fantasy league, hats. Uh, maybe you need magnets, uh, you know, calendars, uh, pens, whatever it is, man. The folks at 3A graphics can help you. They're here in Hialeah. Call Alan Blanco, man, 786-618-1443. Last night, the Panthers blanked the Sabres 4-0. They are the number one team in the Eastern Conference with 74 points. They're tied with the Bruins. That is absolutely amazing, folks. Tomorrow, they will visit the Lightning. Can't wait for that one. Verhage had two goals yesterday in the win. Saturday, UM taking on BC, 4 o'clock tip. The ladies last night lost to number 19, Syracuse, 71 to 60. They've got FSU on Sunday at the Watsko Center at 4 o'clock. That is your 3A graphics sports calendar. All right. Um, you know, speaking, uh, the Heat are off, obviously, till next week. What is it like next Friday? I think it is when they when they play next. Yes, next Friday they're in New Orleans at eight o'clock after the All Star break. Did you guys see the PJ Tucker um, story that's out there now? You know PJ Tucker, the former Miami Heater, right? And so PJ Tucker was a guy that um, was loved here. Uh, I think we all appreciated the hell out of him and loved what he did here and then he wanted to get paid his last contract and wanted to go and you notice the common denominator going on around lately here with all of this so clippers forward pj tucker now has been fined seventy-five thousand by the nba for making public trade demands the release says the nba announced today that the clippers forward has been fined seventy-five thousand by the nba for public comments during the week of february 5th expressing desire to be traded to another team the 38-year-old was acquired by the Clippers in the James Harden trade on Halloween. He appeared in 12 games for Los Angeles and then was removed from the rotation, having not played since November 27th. It's not surprising that he wanted to be traded. I want to be somewhere where I'm needed, wanted, and can do it all. Uh, he, he was telling uh, Mark Spears. I don't know what's going to happen, but I have my fingers crossed and I'm hoping to go somewhere else whether I can get bought out and choose where I can go and play. So uh, on February 1st, Tucker told the Athletics Law Murray that he was being professional while trying to get in a better situation for me personally. Asked about talking to Clippers coaches about what his role might be in Los Angeles, he said, that's something that I think would happen more down the line. We'll see what happens these next two weeks going into February 8th. I'll just have to figure it out from there. So then he tells Ta Tomar Arsley of Clutch Points, I still feel like I've got a lot to contribute to the team to be able to win, whether that's here or somewhere else. I know myself, my worth. I know what I bring. I know what I've brought. I know what I can continue to bring. And with that, I want to be on a good team that I can help. 
Tucker uh, said he understood there was no role for him with the Clippers at the time, and that obviously playing zero minutes is not what he wants to do at this stage of his career. So then the trade didn't happen. Trading deadline came and went. Tucker was stuck, right, in Los Angeles. He posts, all this shit is a effing joke on his Instagram story. Chris Hayes, however, reported that he would not request a buyout. The next day, the Athletic reported that the Clippers front office believes that Tucker could still help them in the postseason since strength could be his value, since uh, strength could be his value defending players like Nikola and Zion. So, um, and, and, and by the way, Tucker has an $11.5 million player option next season. Nicole, Miko Hardman, it worked out well for him because he wanted to go and get money and he did with the Jets and it was a bad fit. He got traded back and then he ends up winning the Super Bowl, making the game winning catch and everything. But he realized that the, the, the greener situation wasn't greener pastures, right? And we saw Dalvin Cook. The greener situation with gang green was not greener pastures. And so he wanted also out and got out and went to Baltimore and the rest is history. And, you know, it is what it is. At least he got a trip to the AFC championship game, which good for him. But again, he wasn't necessarily a deciding factor in anything. And money isn't a, a, about every, you know, money isn't everything. And people sometimes learn it the hard way. We all want to make money, but sometimes we have to compare the current situation we're in. And in their cases, sometimes the money isn't that much of a difference. You know what I mean? For you and I, if it's, you know, our life changing, it's different. But for them, it's not life changing because they already have money. They've already made millions. So if you make 20 here, but you're going to make 17 over there where you were happy, the 3 million, is it really worth the moving, the adjustments, and then you're not happy? Probably not. Right? If you make 1,000 a week or 900 a week, but yet where you're at is fantastic, they accommodate you, they love you, this, that, and then you go to a place that they're paying you $100 more a week, but dude... They gave you more responsibility. It's kind of uh, a little bit disorganized. You don't have the same kind of peace of mind. Is the $100 worth it? Right? And then you have to make that decision because that's not necessarily life-changing wealth. Could help your situation a little more, but it's not really going to, oh, my God. But your, your peace of mind, how much more important is that? You know what I mean? That's one thing I have found doing this every day. Compared to the shit that I dealt with the last 10, 12 years in radio, which was terrible, uh, I got peace of mind. You know what I mean? I get to do it my way, and I don't have to answer to anybody, and I'm really happy about that. You know? Uh, to me, that is, that's everything. It's everything. You know? I've been through a, a bunch of crap, and I'm tired of the bullshit. You know? And that's why I'm really happy extremely happy where i'm at i could never see myself going back to to radio at all you know the only way and i don't think barely even exists now i thought about it i just thought about it now because it's my early days if you had a mom and pop organization owning a radio station 
that's cool. You can't work for corporations. But mom and pops, they're the best. Because you could just walk right into the owner's office and settle everything right away. There's no red tape. There's no red tape or any of that crap. You know what I mean? But I could never see myself doing that because it just, there's no, that situation doesn't exist anymore. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it doesn't exist because radio is pretty much dead. Uh, peace of mind is what we're all after. I agree. I agree. You know, uh, I bought it in 84 with Iron Maiden, but you know, you want to search for it personally. It's kind of the way it goes. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's do this. Let's go with uh, a little music history. Why don't we do that? Let's do that a little early on the show. How about that? There's some stuff going on, so let's have a little fun with it. Um, music history. We start off in 72 on this date. Led Zeppelin made their Australian debut when they kicked off a six-day tour. Uh, Perth fans were pretty excited to see the band. In fact, uh, police had to, had to battle with 500 of them who rammed the lock gates trying to get into the show. When the band played, 4,000 fans stood outside the venue just to hear the group. In 74, Bob Dylan started a four-week run at the number one album at the, as the number one album charts with Planet Waves, his first number one in America. Fantastic. Uh, in 74, but man, if you watch that We Are the World documentary that's new on Netflix, it's fantastic. It is awesome. Awesome. Steven, by the way, another crypto guy too, by the way, Steven DeFelipe's. Uh, we love Steven. He is awesome. And Steven turned me on to it. He told me, hey, man, you got to check out the We Are the World documentary on uh, Netflix. And Bob Dylan, that must have been the most uncomfortable eight hours of his entire life, dude. I have never seen anybody more. Un There's only one person that would be more uncomfortable than Bob Dylan. Only one person. And it would be the Pope in a brothel. Uh, in 74, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer were arrested while on tour in Salt Lake City. The guys decided to go to a, go for a swim in their hotel pool, naked. They were each fined 75 bucks, too. And, uh, but, uh, any females involved here? I'm just, yeah. I really want to go skinny dipping with you guys. Yeah, it's just not really... I did the skinny dipping thing years ago when I was in high school. Did it at uh, Amelia Earhart. But I was with a girl. That was kind of the idea, you know. In 2005, Three Doors Down topped the charts with their third album, 17 Days. In 2005, Kid Rock was arrested for allegedly punching a DJ at a Nashville strip club. Uh, police were called, but the singer got out of the club before they arrived. Later during that eventful night, Rock was pulled over by a police officer who got an autograph but didn't give Rock a breath test, even though the cop smelled alcohol. The officer was later fired, and police eventually caught up to Kid Rock and booked him. He was taken to night court and released on $3,000 bail. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, by the way, music-wise, just to give you guys a heads up for those of you out there, uh, you got Rod Stewart tonight in Tampa at the Hard Rock. You got Jefferson Starship at the Peabody Auditorium in Daytona. 
Saturday, Rod Stewart goes to Daly's place in Jacksonville. By the way, can I get a Jacksonville uh, update from Daly's place? Because when I went to see Greta Van Fleet a few years back, the acoustics in that place freaking sucked. There was too much echo. Have they fixed that shit in Daly's place with the echo? So I, I need a, uh, a uh, what's that called? A spy report. Who's been a Daly's place the last few months for a concert? Be honest now, okay? Send it to me. Because, you know, one day I may have a band I like and, and Daly's place would be a place that I don't want to really go to. It's the, it, let me tell you something. I'll give Daly's place this. One of the coolest vibe venues for a concert. Okay, it's at the Jacksonville Stadium the way they did it off outside and, and to the stadium, but it's like kind of connected. But on the outside of the stadium, they created this venue for and it's excellent. I mean, the way it's designed, it, whoever came up with it on their end, those people are smart on that end. But the one thing you needed to fix, if you're going to keep having concerts there, you know, a, a snob like me is going to pick at you for certain things. And acoustics is one that I take very seriously. And your acoustics suck daily's place so let's fix them or maybe you fixed them already then congratulations but uh i need a i definitely need uh a spy report has daily's place fixed their acoustics willie nelson saturday will be at the popka auditorium in a popka florida uh sunday willie will then smoke another dube or three and then jam at the Riverfront Park Coco Village in Coco, Florida. You can surf and watch Willie and smoke, right? Uh, Sunday, John Fogarty will be at the stage at the Coco Outdoors, Coconut Creek. Um, that's a Seminole Coconut Creek, I guess. Uh, Sunday, Dead Mouse will be at the Seminole Hard Rock Tampa. And Sunday, I'm so pissed. I'm really pissed. Because I wanted to be at the Revolution Live on Sunday for Diggable Planets. And because of my operation. Can't go, dude. Can't stand. You know what I mean? What am I going to do? Walk in there with a little machine or something? Come on, bro. You know. Can't do that. All right. It's the weekend. And by the way, it's also the weekend's birthday. He's 33 years old. Elizabeth Olsen. She is 34. Ice T is 65. Who is Girl in Red, pop singer? She's 24. I have no idea. I've never even heard of her. Girl in Red. Is that like some European act? Norwegian singer who also is known as Marie Olven. It's a fast rise to fame after her release in 2018. Okay, well, obviously, it must be over there, not here. Okay, but happy birthday anyways. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here that I know? <laughs> Denzel Curry, rapper, 28. Um, let's see. Janice Dickinson, model, 58. Valentino Rossi, motorcycle racer, 44. I don't really know anything about motorcycle racers, but the guy's name Valentino Rossi. I just had to say it. Uh, John McEnroe is 64. Uh, Kobe White, 23, basketball player. 
Lupe Fiasco. We're going to kick, push, kick, push, and coast. He is 41. Lisa Loring, actress, born in 58. We lost her in 2023. And those are your birthdays today. Uh, speaking of music, props to Taylor Swift. Uh, she made a $100,000 donation, a donation for Lisa Lopez Galvan's family. Uh, after the parade shooting, the parade was supposed to celebrate, of course, as you guys know, the second consecutive uh, trip. However, in a GoFundMe campaign started by the victim's family, Swift donated $100,000 to the cause. The original goal for the GoFundMe page was seventy-five. dollars which has now passed to 176,000 with Taylor's donation and 1,400 people in total. Um, uh, this fund has been set to benefit the family of Lisa Lopez Galvan. Lisa was celebrating the Chief Super Bowl victory parade when, sensele when senselessly killed. She is survived by two children and her husband of twenty uh, of 22 years. She was an amazing mother, wife, daughter, sister, sister, aunt, cousin, and friend to so many. We ask that you continue to keep. Uh, her family in your prayers. We grieve her loss. Uh, I'm trying to keep it together while reading this. Uh, Travis says, I'm heartbroken over the tragedy that took place. My heart is all there with who came out to celebrate with us and I've been affected. Casey, you mean the world to me. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, I gotta, I'm, I'm not going to be able to keep it straight here if I keep reading this stuff. But anyway, just awesome stuff by Taylor. Obviously, her donations then... Kind of like what the uh, the Bills Mafia does, that when they donate, then others start to kind of pile in and all that kind of stuff. So so pretty cool to see that and um, just a little positive out of something that was just absolutely tragic and disgusting. You know, that's the uh, the sad part. Uh, where, where are we at right now? We are at 58. So we are close to Manny Navarro time, which is uh, always important. Uh, folks, we know it's also important that you know that uh, the great people at EJD Construction can help you out, folks. Custom home construction, major home remodeling. Make sure you call my guy, Eric, at 305-433-4843. The consultation is completely free, folks. And let me tell you something. They're fully insured liability and workers comp so if anything happens while they're working on your property you will not get sued do not ever hire anybody to work at your home or business that isn't fully insured call them 305-433-4843 let's take a very quick break top of the hour here manny navarro joins us in one minute right here to get into a little canes where miami hurricanes report and after that i want to get into a little dolphins talk and um, is a secret weapon that you didn't know you had. Hour number two is next. <laughs> 